Star Trek is owned by CBS Studios, Inc. So we're on a Klingon ship. Uh-huh. And there's like three that are there. And the biggest guy, and he's like almost seven foot, he's huge. He says something to one of them and he walks out. And about a minute later, a couple more come in carrying basic gurneys like they sort of just sort of carry stretches they sort of put them down and they're not ungentle but they're not exactly gentle they put yeah. they put the two wounded on like Klingons <laughs> so rougher than you would like but they didn't like just pick them up and drop them, but they weren't like as careful as you would be in like how you would do it. Mm. And they carry Lieutenant Book and the commander out. I'm going to follow them unless they stop me. And he does. Ah. And two, the two go to the back behind you and Aura. And then he turns around and goes out the main door and you can see them disappearing down the corridor to the left and then he stands at that corridor and points to the right I guess I will go to the right Aura? Uh, I'll follow you I'll f uh, follow your lead on this one Please don't. <laughs> and it's much darker than a Federation ship. All the there is lights along the floor and a couple in the ceiling, but it's much it's much dimmer. Whether or not that means that they put more power into other systems and don't 
see the need for light as much or if there's some other reason you're not sure but it's definitely darker to Federation ships. And it's big. You're, you're not sure how big because you don't know what ship you're on but it's not a short walk. You're definitely going for a little bit before coming to a and it's reasonably a straight walk too you didn't sort of go up and down and that it's like a long straight walk and then there's two guards outside a large door which slides open and you are led onto what is clearly the bridge of this ship hmm. does anyone have any starship focuses <laughs> no well you're not there <laughs> Uh, I have Starfleet Protocol, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> and Diplomacy, but not super helpful. I so, have Starship Recognition. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but you're unconscious and elsewhere. I give you a roll. <laughs> yeah, roll to see if you notice anything. I'm on a Klingon ship. Sorry. No, if you hey, knew my I background. Didn't make you hit your head. No, and I didn't make myself go unconscious. <laughs> well, did. <laughs> didn't you just like walk into a beam or something? It wasn't a beam. It was uh, um, Look, a computer terminal. Look, you decided to hit your head again. Against my advice. In fairness, that was only advice. Ah, okay. Next time it'll be a demand. <laughs> In fairness, Water. the Klingons think this is a very strange conversation. <laughs> in fairness, this conversation can't be happening because one of the people in it is unconscious and not there. <laughs> Which is why they're thinking it's kind of a strange conversation. You were uh, slightly telepathic, right? No, I'm not. I'm not a Betazoid. Okay. So you can see there's a lot of big Klingons, for the most part, that are different. And the, the, the sensors and everything look very different. Like um, uh, Aura, who's definitely been on bridges from a working environment. You, he, can, he doesn't understand everything and what it's doing, but it's a very different work layout and, and setup more streamlined in a way not as good possibly for scientific exploration and things like like that and comfort but in a in a battle the de the design of the bridge and the way people are positioned and the way things seem to work would possibly be beneficial which is not really unsurprising being a klingon vessel Right. And there is one big Klingon sitting in what would be the captain's chair, and he has long hair that's that's tied back, and he's got a very neat beard, and he's handsome for a Klingon. He has the ridges and everything, but he's reasonably handsome for a Klingon. And over on the far side is a female Klingon, and she is much shorter than <laughs> all of the others by a lot. 
she's only a little over five feet which from what you've seen of some of the well all the Klingons so far including a couple of the guards which are female they're all tall and white they don't have short Klingons and she's lean but she's not particularly muscly so she seems very out of place compared to uh, every everyone else in the in the room and the captain turns and looks at you and barks some stuff at you in Klingon uh, which I don't know so okay. and he looks at you and he does it again louder uh, I just kind of stare at him a little bit and say greetings I am Aura of uh, the Federation Starfleet I'm sorry, we don't understand. And the small female walks over and shoves the captain in the side of the head. And she <laughs> looks at him and she says, You speak English. <laughs> and he just sort of looks at her a bit, sulking a little. It, it really feels like he's sulking a little. And she says, I am Bredor. This is my brother, Condor. You're on the Imperial Klingon ship Nightmare. We received your distress signal. And under terms of the treaty with the Klingon Empire, we have rendered assistance. Well, we are very grateful. And we will make sure that word gets back to Starfleet of your uh, honor. Yes, thank you very much. Fine, 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 he says. So uh, what happened to our commander? The the other human. The two other. Or the other. I believe you mean Aura. Well, yes, the other is important as well, but. And I don't know what you mean other, considering neither you or I are human. <laughs> <laughs> there are more of you? Uh, and Bredor's just, just looking at him. There were two... Two... Very injured. Yes, two injured humans. Uh, I think they got carried into another part of the ship. And Bredor says, I will check on them. And she goes to leave. Uh... Ah, do you mind if I do you mind if I go to check on them as well? I do not. Where was your destination? We're headed to Narandra Station. She turns back. Set course for Narandra. But I. Uh, oh. <laughs> and he barks something to the helm, who nods. Narandra Station. The most boring place <laughs> that you could possibly choose to go. I mean, we didn't choose, but I'm sorry anyway. Thank you. We Warp 7. We really appreciate it. And she walks out into the hall. I'm going to follow her if I can. And they do not stop you. Great. Uh, I got some plant samples from uh, 
the surface of the planet that I think was making the the people down there act weird. Uh, do you have any? Do you have like a science team aboard or anything like that? Anyone who could help me analyze them? Then you get science. <laughs> science. <laughs> This is a Klingon cruiser. We wage war. Not science. Uh, well, some of the best uh, techniques for waging war more effectively come through science. It has its uses. <laughs> That's what my sister says. Your sister? Breedor, you met her. The short one. Ah, okay. The irritable one. The aggravating one. The queen of ultimate annoyance. The moon-faced assassin <laughs> of joy. <laughs> Aura laughs a little bit. Um, well, perhaps I should talk to her and uh, see if, if she... Uh, has anything that I can use. But yeah, the, there's this... The people down there were acting like they had lost their self-control and uh, were acting basically like old primitive versions of themselves. I, I know you might only be interested in the military aspects of this, but uh, there are quite a few military aspects of this. It does not sound like the way for a true warrior to die. Mm, that is true. Well, regardless, we should be prepared in case our enemies uh, are able to use it in some form. That is the first thing you have said, not human, that has made sense. <laughs> Do you have a, a science lab aboard, or it, like you said, it is a Klingon ship, so perhaps that is not, uh... I think my sister has taken some of Med Bay and turned it into a somewhat research center. She has uh... an interest in nebula and space things <laughs> well perhaps I can uh, borrow some of the tools that she has and uh, see if I can figure out if this is a weapon or if it's just an accident it was created and if there's an antidote in case our enemies use it against us and he snaps his finger and a Klingon walks over and motions towards you. I will go with the Klingon. And Kel arrives at sickbay and it's definitely not it's probably better than you expected but definitely okay. not what your Starfleet medbay is. It's very it's it has you can see modifications made that you by by just the way some of the things are, 
but you get the feeling that a lot of this sick bay would have been designed around a triage uh. kind of feel a definite who lives and who dies kind of approach it's not quite that now and definitely some of the stuff there feels a little scientific all right and again it probably maybe the impression is that it is larger than you think it would have been but it is definitely smaller compared to the size of this ship they called it a cruiser so you know Hmm. you, you know enough about ships from like your own starfleet that cruisers are reasonably large Mm-hmm. So they usually have a decent size med bay, and this isn't small, but it's not it's not particularly large. Medicine is not a massive uh, priority, it seems, in in Klingon ship designs. Mm-hmm. So, like maybe you might have had twenty beds on an equivalent size ship. Maybe here there's. 10 or 8 so it's sort of okay. it's, it's, it's a much smaller med bay compared to a, a, the comparative sort of size alright and there's three Klingons there and they don't seem to have medical staff they do appear like a, a cursory glance they do seem to be doing the right thing they don't seem to be just like poking the commander and being like oh, oh. <laughs> but but they they do seem to be warriors still like it seems most of them whatever task you have you're also a warrior there doesn't seem to be like with Starfleet doctor Mm -hmm. engineer it's like warrior engineer warrior medic sort of thing okay and they seem to be doing okay and one hypersprays the commander who Uh becomes awake into a very interesting situation for him (laughs) yes so phoenix you awaken to an unfamiliar ceiling (laughs) phoenix is looking up going strapped to a bed that is in hang on i'm he's strapped down oh yeah because they don't know what you're going to do when you wake up so they're strapped you down They don't know what mental state you're in. And mental health is not something Klingons pay a whole bunch of uh, attention to. <laughs> well, surely they could overpower me if I went crazy. Yes, and but maybe they've been told, don't hit him in the head again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't, had a, I haven't had a chance to tell him that yet. <laughs> Commander's looking around. And you can see like consoles with strange red writing on it that you can't read and then there's like a Klingon and then there's more consoles with writing you can't read and then there's another Klingon and then there's more consoles and then there's Kel and then Do there's we get more languages in this game or not or is that something that's I don't, taken I don't know I don't think I have any it is I'm a, not familiar it, if we do. it's a very grey area because there is a universal translator that is on the ship, and sometimes they say... Yes, um, but, like, if you... 
but obviously in, people are going to study races and you know right, and languages because and in enterprise hoshi yeah, they speak Klingon. Yeah. hoshi they got her because she speaks languages and was a linguist and she didn't speak klingon but she started learning the language and communicated with the klingon that they'd captured now they're saying obviously that's right at the start of starfleet's timeline not the end but so they've sort of said though that there's both that within certain times the universal translator was in use and other times people learned languages i think that if you're on the ship if it's a known language it can decode hails and stuff like that uh it's a bit of a i think it's a big cop out just to say that the uh communicator also translates I think fairly that what makes the most sense is it's a mixture of the two. If you're on the ship and doing communications, especially if it's um, not live, the universal translator can decode it without too much problem, or no problem at all, depending if it's a known language, like Vulcan, stuff like that. Um, Klingon by this point. But I still think that we should try to come up with a way to because they did do that too, was learning languages. And obviously Vulcans speak Vulcan. That suddenly doesn't disappear. Most of them learn English as a matter of course. Starfleet, because it was aimed at Western-speaking countries first and foremost, they made English the default language of Starfleet. Bredor and Condor both speak English, so they can talk to you. But if you want to learn languages, we should look at something and allow you to choose some. Ah. Um... Uh, Phoenix might know a little bit. That's all. Based on his background. Anyway, he's looking around. So yeah, you see a lot of Klingons, a very Klingon ship, and then you see Kel. <laughs> yep. Uh, Kel? Oh, you're awake. That's good. Um, this is new. Yes, it is. Very, very new, in fact. We just got here. Really? Really? Well, 20 minutes ago or so? 20 to 30 minutes. It's not been long. Okay, so we're not on the planet now. He's looking no, around. We, are, we are on a ship. What Klingons are in the room? Uh, two really big ones. But not, not <laughs> massive. They're big, though. And one really short one, in comparison. Oh, short as in female short? As in... But you've seen female Klingons. Uh, one of them in the room is, and one is male. And then you have one short female. And the other female is about 6'5", and the male's about 6'6", six, six, something like that. They're both really tall and wide. And she is about 5'2". Oh, really? Yeah, wow, she's short. short for a, yeah, she's for very short. And she's not as yeah. wide and she's not as lean. Oh, and headache. the one that hypersprayed you walks over and speaks to her and she's sort of grinning when she looks at the commander. I did tell you not to hit your head again. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't... Uh, I, yeah, I should have made sure that the panel was unscrewed before I decided to start pulling on it. Um, any, any, um, where are we? We are headed to Naranda Station. 
board a Klingon battle cruiser, and he's looking. Uh, Hunt's looking around. E- yes, that does appear to be the case. His face beams with a big grin. <laughs> he throws his legs over the side. Oh no, he can't because he's tied down. <laughs> yeah, he's strapped to the bed. <laughs> he can't do that. <laughs> he tries. He, tries. he, he goes to lift up and goes. Um. Uh, it, is this necessary? I don't think so. Uh, Kel's gonna turn to Breeder and ask, "Can we let him get up?" And she comes over and she says, "The what is the word in your language? Nurse." That will suffice was unfamiliar with human anatomy. She thought that his brain was injured, but was not sure if that injury was normal for humans or not. So she took the precaution of strapping him down. Ah. It is not normal for humans, in my experience. She has given him a painkiller, and I think the I do not know the words in English, but I think the easiest term would be neurological drugs to aid his recovery. Ah, all right. That's good. I was going to ask if uh, if you had a cortical stimulator, but it sounds like he may already be taken care of. And she undoes the straps. I would suggest not hitting your head I thought that would have been obvious however based you'd think so wouldn't you based on the scan there appeared to be more than one injury yes and he was under strict instructions not to hit his head again you do you do realize that I am here uh, yes I do but you have brain damage so you probably don't know what's going on and yeah, Aura wait, walks is in. The, is Aura. Speaking of which, where is Aura? Uh, Aura walks in. Didn't he just walk in? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Aura is here. Any uh, updates, Commander? Uh, am I a commander? No, you are not. Oh, no, you're <laughs> a. What are you? Lieutenant. <laughs> Lieutenant, that's right. I'm, I'm the commander. I'm becoming oh, very dear. concerned about your <laughs> mental state, Commander. Did you, did you just promote me? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you can be the commander for a while. All right. Well, I'm glad you seem to be doing mostly better. I would like to go check on Lieutenant Book. And. She says her injuries are more extensive. Yes. Do you have any equipment you think would be able to repair her injuries on board? We have stopped the internal bleeding. All right. We have started to try to speed her natural recovery. Uh, Not all of the equipment is completely compatible. It will do her no harm, but it is, I think, slower ah. than it would be. 
We very rarely, under normal circumstances, have aliens aboard Klingon ships. That is understandable. Uh, well, once we get to Narendra Station, I'll see if I can get her into a hematic micro-repair unit as soon as possible. I think that would be best. But she is stable for now. Thank you very much. And she seems peaceful. Like, Lieutenant Book doesn't seem to be in pain. She seems to, It's almost like an induced coma. Excellent. I need to get to the bridge. Uh, uh maybe, you do? Maybe slow down there a bit. Uh, I was just at the, the bridge. Uh, maybe I can be a proxy for you. Yep, lead the way, Lieutenant. That's not what a proxy means. Like, you, you stay here and get better. You tell me what you want to say or learn. And then I want to get uh, to the bridge. Technically, <laughs> Aura, I would advise you to stay here as you also have wounds that need to be taken care of. I can go with the commander to the bridge if he's insistent on going and try and prevent him from hitting his head again. Perhaps that's a, a good idea. Enora realizes how tired he is and kind of leans against uh, the, the hull. Uh, by the way... Oh, there's a free bed here. <laughs> sure, just, just switch. By the way, he turns to look at the Klingon, uh, the small one. Your, your brother said that you uh, had some science equipment uh, somewhere in the, the med bay here. Oh, he must have wanted to get rid of you to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I suppose that's possible, but uh, I found, well, there was a plant down on the planet that was making people act strange. They, be, they appeared to kind of de-evolve and lose their sense of rationale. Uh, I'd like to learn more about the plants. And, and she walks there. over to the far left, and there's about 12 different instruments and that, built in proper console stuff, not just like, uh, you know, instruments, but proper scientific stuff, scanners and so forth. Not as good as a Federation array, but... Uh, this is still... still plenty impressive. And Aura will walk over as well. So you can... Um, you recognize sort of the function. There's, there's similarities between what the what the instruments do uh, she will stay if you need translating because it's obviously in Klingon yeah I would um, do you want me to roll and see if I can learn anything more about the, the plants under and she will assist because she enjoys this stuff so I'm guessing reason science? Yes, and she will assist. So. Her science uh, is quite high. So Ooh. I have botany as a focus. 
That will totally come into play. Okay, so that means I roll three. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, you, if you get under your discipline number. Oh, right. It's more momentum. Okay. It's an extra. It's an extra success. Huh. That is uh, a tie and a success. Okay, so ties, ties are uh, successes. Okay, so so two success. Three, hers was three. a tie as well. Oh. And the, sorry, the botany focus. It has to be under your discipline though, and you shouldn't uh, have a discipline that's okay. <laughs> right, right. That's ten or over ten. Yep, never mind. But yeah, so if it's under your discipline, and you have a focus, it's an extra success. Okay. And do values come into play? When you spend determination. And okay. your, it's your it, values cover when you spend determination. So when you spend your... You have one determination at the moment. And when you spend it, you get one dice that's already rolled a one. Okay. So you get two successes right off the bat when you spend determination before rolling anything else. Right. But you have to be able to tag it to a value. Uh, so then just three success. So what did you want to know? Uh, I want to know if it can be weaponized. And I want to know if it's similar to any known plants. Uh, like if there's a database of known species, I want to know if it's on other planets or if this is the first time this has been encountered. So the others are heading to the bridge? Uh, yep, I will follow if he is going. I'm going to thank Breedar again before leaving, because I am appreciative. And why do you want to go to the bridge so badly? Uh, Commander looks down at... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is the <laughs> lieutenant? Uh, how tall are you? Presumably shorter. About 6'2". Okay, then, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with just my height this time. I'll be 5'3". Easy to remember. Hmm. So very short. It's, Still taller than me. That's not very short. <laughs> I'm average height, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he looks down at you as he's walking along. And he says... We're on a Klingon battle cruiser. And? Have you ever been on a Klingon battle cruiser? Not till just now, no. Neither have I. And so you need to go to the bridge because you've never been to the bridge on a Klingon battle cruiser. Exactly. Oh, well, I have been to the bridge on a Klingon battle cruiser, so. Yeah. Well, uh, not a real one, anyway. Not a real one? training simulation ah I'm excited I wonder if it's the same well you'll find out very shortly it's it's fer not uh, very far uh, I wonder I bet any money that I'll wait till we get to the bridge but if okay. I think I know what it is, <laughs> and he's rubbing his hands together, 
Well, it's good to see you so happy immediately after <laughs> regaining consciousness. You were out for <laughs> a while. Uh, a while? How long? Day? Wait, what? Oh, is that for a whole day? Uh, maybe not a whole day. I maybe have lost track of time. Things got a little tense at the end there. Do you want to fill me in on what's been going on? I think well, we're almost before we get to the bridge. Well, once we found you unconscious, we brought you back into kind of the living quarters for the research station. We had to stay there overnight because there was a storm, and I wanted to go back and check on Lieutenant Book, but Aura kept saying it wasn't safe enough. Um, at one point, he went out and found a science, like a, a separate lab, and brought some samples back. Then we managed to get you back to the shuttle, but while we were there, the cavemen started attacking the shuttle, and then we were transported here. They're able to transport us through the ion storm? Must have been. Didn't really ask. Kind of as soon as we got here, you and Lieutenant Book were carted off to the med bay and we were directed to the bridge. Interesting. What of the colonists? All the scientists, sorry. We never found any who hadn't been affected. The ones that we'd knocked out previously were gone when we went back on our way to the shuttle, and presumably it was them who were attacking us. There is any hope for them? <sighs> I'm not sure. It would take a lot more research on the samples that Aura found, and we would need to go back and and retrieve them. Hmm, okay. More medical minds, perhaps. Commander will stop at the bridge door. Uh, is the, like, the door to the bridge is closed, or is it open, or...? It's closed, and there's two big Klingons that are, like, on guard. He looks up at the big Klingons. Hello again. Uh, may we go back in? Or I guess just may I go back in he's never been in and one opens the door slides open thank you that was a good sound effect thank you <laughs> are you going to replace that with a proper sound effect not, a, no. not if I'm brilliant okay <laughs> commander walks in into the and bridge Kel walks in too and has a look around It is. It is the same? He looks at the commander's chair, or the captain's chair. Is the captain sitting there? Yep. Was he going to go sit in it if he wasn't? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I can assume. Nook now, captain. I am honored to be aboard a Klingon bird of prey and he's just looking around absolutely like with sparkles in his eyes by the treaty we have with the Federation you are welcome 
were you not blue when you were here before, little person? <laughs> and the gunner makes like wiggly things with his fingers and he's holding it to his forehead. Yes, yes, you had forehead worms. Uh, me or him? Forehead worm? Him. No, that was someone else. He means aura, Commander. There are three of them. Four. I think we all look the same to them. Well, clearly aura looks a bit different. I was worried my sister might have done an experiment on you. <laughs> uh, your sister? Breedor. Oh, she's helping Aura uh, test some samples. <laughs> of course she is. <sighs> Next we'll be studying Nebula. Oh. Sitting in the same point in space, staring at more points in space because they have pretty colours. Oh, they do. This ship was built for atomizing enemies of the Empire. Ah. In your language, blowing stuff up. I can appreciate that. Staring at stars. What can I do for you? Captain. Uh, yes, my name's Commander Hunt. We responded to a distress signal down on the planet where you uh, obviously rescued us from. Yes. Uh, Finally, we also responded to a distress signal on the same planet, hence why you are here. I uh, thank you for our rescue. I'm curious, Captain. Oh, are we headed to... Uh, he looks We're down on our Kel. way to Narendra Station. We are on our way to Narendra, that station. Yes. He frowns. Yes, mean, we are. mean feet for a Klingon with all those ridges, but he frowns. Yeah. We are going to the station. Yes. Yes. Apologies again. Captain, I'm hesitant to ask, but it's been something of a uh, interest to me. The bird of prey. I am wondering if I can maybe take a look at the con. Give me a roll. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, this is going to be something presents. Presence, presence command. command or con or presence command or con. I could start sprouting off all the um, the factual stuff about the starship you can if you want because I mean there's a, a the, can if you want. well there's a number of successes you're going to need if he said something you don't like please do not hit him in the head as that would really not be helpful at this point oh, you're already anticipating I'm gonna fight <laughs> no that was not Emily was that you assisting sure well that's the <laughs> that's the ship there we go. The ship character sheet makes far less sense. 
That was a medical officer uh, asking that somebody please not hit someone in the head again. I won't make it security. It's not an attack. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. What? I would like to touch your ship. <laughs> That's why Kel said if you, if he's upset you, please don't hit him in the head. All right. Well, I'm not saying I okay. want to touch his ship. So I how? Look at his. Oh, I want to have a look at his con. Oh my god. So how are you trying to Im impress him? Because that's going to depend on which one it's going to be. Okay, I guess from, uh, you know, research about, you know, Klingon starships, uh, in particular the Bird of Prey, um, I could sprout off a few facts. Alright, I'll allow Con. If you're talking about the ship, I'll allow it to be Con. Reason, uh, presence Con. Presence Con. Because okay. presence, your is is you know like I know you'd rather a different stat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. really you are yeah. trying to. Can I spend a momentum? If the crew allows, I don't oh, mind. My. What's determination? A determination gives you a role that's already been won. So you get oh, okay. you get two successes before you even roll any other die. Yeah. Okay. No, I won't. I won't worry about spending. Oh. Do we have momentum? We've got three. Mm. Can I spend a momentum? If you want to, we got three. Does that give me an extra d20? It does. <laughs> Two successes. So he's like looking around the bridge and he's saying, yeah, according to Starfleet records, like the Klingon... Uh, bird of prey is supposed to have the empire's best weapons and the finest warriors aboard you know that's typically offensive uh, weapons found on a bird of prey we have the he's looking over outside trying to see if he can see the wing <laughs> wing mounted disruptor cannons photon torpedo launchers uh, position four and aft uh, deflector shields he's looking around <laughs> well, the torpedo launchers are under your feet. Well, he's looking around the whole ship. <clears throat> They're in the nose. They shoot straight out the front. One in the nose, one at the aft. We don't turn our backs on our enemies. Even if a Romulan was to decloak behind you? Well, I wouldn't have turned my back on him point taken and our weapon systems are good but they're not the best and that's common knowledge oh we're powerful we're dangerous but we cloak Vorcha is a true battle cruiser the Vorcha they don't have to make any compromises is that like the D7 class it's the one up it was like the, the D7 and then the Vorchers came out, which are, they, they have the same sort of shape, but they're, like there's different, okay. overall. Oh no, I was asking, yeah. I was asking. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you were asking. <clears throat> yeah, no. They're newer. Uh, yeah. Oh. And Starfleet has, like, they've seen them, there's been ships, like they've been sitting next to each other, so this isn't like classified. The Vorchers, what we learned from the D7 and improved upon. 
But what the Vorture crews and the D7 crews don't realize is that the cloaking device is also a weapon. Well, the cloaking device provides a unique opportunity on the battlefield. And we use it well. Better than our Romulans that originally gave it to us. Yes, more fool them. I have no liking for the Romulans, but that being said, Captain, would it be okay if I take a look at the column? What is it that you say in your language? Be my guest? Uh, exactly. Be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Captain. <laughs> the commander walks over to the con. And examines the instrument panels and gets all gooey inside. Then is hiding, <laughs> trying to hide as much as his um, excitement about it as possible. Trying not to touch things. And you, rec you can recognise certainly elements of it, what, what they do. Like, the language is obviously in Klingon and, and difficult yeah, to yeah. understand, but the um, the weapon, the idea of the weapon systems, of the big safety... Have we, have we been privy to holodecks and holo training environments yeah. and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, ne well, next gen, yeah. so yeah, back on, especially during Starfleet Academy, they would have been available. Yeah. Well, part of... Uh, the commander's pastime would have been spent on if you know there was such a hollow program he would have found one there's certainly differences whether it's customization or the ships can be constructed differently it, it's hard to tell but there's differences to the the one that starfleet has is just the training program but but you but you definitely recognize elements of it too like you realize that the big uh safe the, the big red button with the the big safety they don't say safety, but you know that it's so that weapons can't be fired by accident. That it would have to be flipped up before access is, you know, stuff. You sort of go, you know what that is, and you can tell some of the um, controls that are involved with flying the ship. You're not sure quite where the cloaking control panel is, whether it, it some might be here, some might actually be, you know, the science console kind of thing. I guess he's more looking at, you know, the uh, trying to, to get a layout of, um, you know, just how manoeuvrable this is. I would, ex you know, expect it to be pretty manoeuvrable, given the size of the ship. Mhm. Mm and it's big. Anyway. Yep. The scout ones are reasonably quite small, but the oh, hang on. So this is not the scout version. No, she's a cruiser. She was big. You probably uh, walked a hundred meters from sick bay to the bridge. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, she's a cruiser. So yeah, ah, because he would have went. I thought Bird of Prey was a scout ship. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Scouts, raiders, patrol ships, and cruisers. Cool. That'll be my scene. <laughs> okay. So Aura uh, has finished with uh, gathering information 
and is now going to go and, and lay down on one of the, the medical beds. And that's my scene. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout all the talk of weapons, Kel was looking like she wished she'd stayed back and investigated plant samples, but <laughs> also worried the commander might somehow hit his head again. And my scene is done. <laughs> the new cornerstones for the commander. I was gonna, I was actually gonna start engaging in conversation with the um, the con, but I thought uh, <laughs> I could so easily. He's just talking to the the con for the whole trip back. Okay. Until he, uh, you know, it's obviously that he's out shining his welcome. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, Kel would go back to Medbay because she still has some cracked ribs. Well, she might go. Well, he might go talk to the weapons officer as well. And... The commander's just really gooey inside at the moment. Aren't we all? <laughs> uh... <laughs> this voice again echoes from sick bay. <laughs> echoes from a hundred meters down the hallway. <laughs> Well, I wasn't imagining that the commander had said that out loud, but... I don't think he did. Uh, the commander might want to request maybe for a Klingon Ale. And yeah, they will definitely give you Klingon Ale. Cool. What's your constitution like? Because it's pretty strong. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They didn't, they didn't make that stuff for humans. They're impressed yeah, if you can drink what? it. That's a good way to, like... Quick, fitness security rule. Yeah, that's how you can... Fitness security? That's how you can earn some respect. Alright, okay. Shit, 11. <laughs> this is gonna be good. I mean, even if you fail, they might, they might not, like... It might not be bad well, for you. They he's, might... good. he's doing it because, like, uh, when in Rome... Yep. Um... Two successes. Okay. Wow. You needed three, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I did well for a human, right, though. Right, right. That's what I mean, right? So you, you're not like... It's not like you downed one and you went, Ah, oh, that's great. I like this. good... And it just fell off your chair. Yeah. But you definitely felt it. It's sort of like that, you know, when you knock about, you're like, I'm fine. Actually, that wasn't as... Oh, oh okay. Yeah, no, no. It's It's... Oh yeah, that's strong, but yeah, you know they they, rec they recognize bravery, right? They understand this wasn't what you normally drink, and the fact that you tried, they they do appreciate. Like, so they they they, re yeah. they respect you a little bit more. You're a little lightheaded now too, which you're like, oh, concussion and at, this. At some <laughs> at some point, yeah, um, the commander will head back to the med bay and inform Kel of the uh, rapidly evolving situation. <laughs> And she's gonna be like, you did what? <laughs> well, <sighs> it's strong alcohol and head injuries do not mix, Commander. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. Uh, I just couldn't help myself. It's, it's got a really strong taste, but my God, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Go to bed. Okay. Is that an order? Yes. 
<laughs> that sounded so sad. Is there a spare bed? Oh, I'm assuming yes. there would be. Mm-hmm. All right. So groggily, he's swaying quite heavily, and he manages to find the bed and lay his head down on a, I guess, a solid pillow. And <laughs> Gently? <laughs> and pass out. Hooray! New character! And we can <laughs> so now we can play What's Robotech. the next one? Oh, hey! What's the most useless character I can Robotech. make? <laughs> if you kill this one, you're getting Cypher in space. So, are you saying Cypher is the most useless character? I didn't say that. <laughs> there was an invocation. Are you projecting? <laughs> There was, there was a, I didn't make an offhand comment. What's the most useless character I can make? And then you said, well. Oh, I didn't hear that at all. You were going to have sci-fi. I was like, well, what, what? I didn't hear the useless. I just heard, what's the next character I can make? <laughs> See, you, you're lucky that we didn't have Malik chipping in saying blue. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cypher is not useless. I like Cypher immensely. <laughs> and, and blue... Is, is not blue. completely blue. Useless. It's not useless either. <laughs> it's because she hasn't slept with you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a, there's a level <laughs> of, That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think because she got 
Malik's hopes up and then crushed them uh, on the train. Is this a conversation that's happening in front of these Klingons? <laughs> with, what, with the un- unconscious commander? Mm. Yep. <laughs> Twice that you can please remember. Explain, please explain the difference between hitting your head and falling on it. <laughs> it, it, it expressively different. And what is the difference in the effect to your brain? Well, I'm, you, I can't, uh, you know, uh, say that because I'm not a medical officer. So that's your job, not mine. Yeah, and the medical officer says you may have an epidural hematoma. So is he exhibiting is uh, signs of chronic traumatic encephalopathy? Encephalitis. Encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. <laughs> Sorry, in character, no emotion, no emotion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm in character, lots of emotion, lots of emotion. Yeah, my character's going to push that limit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> see how long Ken can last. We discovered some pre-evolved cavemen with primitive tools. We subdued them. And as- de- de-evolved, not pre-evolved. Well... Uh, that's what's in last week's supplemental, so... I know you said it, but I wasn't going to correct you mid-recording the supplemental. <laughs> I mean, you just did. I mean, it's worse now. Whatever. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I bet my knowledge was a Klingon bird of play. Bird of play. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. I was... oh, this is starting to get sexual. Uh, aren't you happy I let that one pass? <laughs> I'm worried about bice, dice bot, bice dot. Bice dot. There's a joke here about not liking it in the aft. What? <laughs> I'm tr- I'm. I was trying not to go there. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> The Voyages of the USS Pegasus utilizes the excellent official rules Star Trek Adventures released by Mephidius Games. Featuring Emily as Lieutenant Kell, Shadow as Lieutenant Aura, Raven Insane as Commander Hunt, and Ghost as the GM. Many of the sounds come from Sirenscape, an excellent app for bringing more life to your gaming table. You can find us at critfail.com.